0: Taryn, I brought you a surprise. You brought me a surprise? I brought you a surprise. I had the best weekend, like the most like weekend weekend. Like it felt uh-huh. like a weekend. And um, what is it? Oh my
1: gosh, Christmas. You made cookies? I made cookies.
0: I <gasps> am not exaggerating when I say I think this is the best cookie I've ever made and I, I need I you live to, trying it to live try. Okay. I just broke mine. Oh wow. <laughs> right? Oh wow. This
1: is so good. It's literally like doughy still. No, it's literally so good. I'm gonna eat this throughout the entire episode. Fantastic. <laughs> I know. Thank you. You know what's funny? I know. I saw your story and I saw you're making cookies and I was like, why'd I move out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's I, my one reason. I'm like, why'd I move out? I've been like, mm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.
0: I think the last two months socially just did me in. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to do yeah anything crazy this yeah. weekend. I baked. I baked. I cleaned. Yeah, I did. Know. But I just like, it's I actually was seven. one of those things where I was like, I just feel, I just feel like binge watching Yellowstone and baking cookies. And I'm, I'm really I glad you did thing. that. Me
1: too. I'm really glad. Me Thank too. You. Everyone's so like, though. can you stop chewing in
0: the microphone though? <laughs> and you know what the answer is? You know you like it.
1: No. <laughs> Let us live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are so bomb. I know. Good job, Ash. Thank you. It's the sea salt.
1: It's the flaky salt. It's the flaky salt. What up, everyone? Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. No,
0: I'm not. I'm (laughs) Taryn. I'm (laughs) Taryn. No, I'm (laughs) Taryn. You can't start it and then backtrack. You know, I
1: feel like we are very defined in our... Not only our voices sound so different, but our humor, like the way we say stuff is different. The way we comment on stuff is different, so right. I feel like we're very
0: <laughs> different people.
1: We're we're yeah. good. Like it's easy to differentiate. Like who's talking? They don't know. They know. They don't know. But I do think some of them know. I wish more people just came to our podcast without no ref, without no reference. Dear God, <laughs> sorry, English. Um, without any reference to who we are, because I feel like most people come from like our individual channels or social media stuff to the podcast but it'd be cool to know like who they would guess seeing pictures is who because I've had someone say that they had a swapped in their minds so I'd love
0: to know that that's, I've done that that's interesting you say that because I feel like most people don't watch my YouTube channel from here really yeah I feel like a lot of people on my YouTube channel if I ever post about this or it's in my vlogs or something they'll be like I didn't even know you had a podcast I'm like how Interesting. Wow. We should do every a poll. time every time I show clips because I promote it or show a clip of me mm-hmm. recording the podcast in most of my vlogs. Um, and well, people not, are so like, huh? and people are always like, "Oh,
1: you have a podcast." Pay attention, people. Mm-hmm. Um But we should do a poll on our Instagram and see like where people came from.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. I would love to know. I think it's just the pod world, the pod world. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Um. Anyways. Where was I going with that? I don't know. How are you? I'm great. Well, you kind of give us your your update. You, I had- you reached peak level mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's Ashley's peak level. When she can clean, when she can have a Saturday where like she comes, this is her, she comes just gla- glazing. Gliding. Gliding. Okay. I was gliding like, down the <laughs> stairs with her hair up in a claw clip, a book in her hand. Robe on. Robe on. No, not yet. This is this is like I'm past oh. your morning routine. Book in her hand, cute little sun hat and sunglasses in a bikini. She comes down and she like sets up the backyard, mm-hmm. lays out, mm-hmm. does her thing, then she'll come in and like pour a glass of wine, start to cook. Wow. Like she I'm
0: guaranteeing wow. that was like Kind of what happened this weekend? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. i I've never. I had a very pre- like busy weekend, but also not busy weekend. Yeah. So Friday, I, I like stayed home, cooked dinner, baked cookies, watched Yellowstone. That's all I did. That's I all I that. wanted to. I still haven't started it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't have a membership. Started. Oh, you said I could buy it. Prime on Prime.
0: That's right. Buy it on okay, Prime. Okay. No excuse. Uh, this is to everyone listening. Buy Yellowstone on Prime. Um, then Saturday, woke up, coffee outside, laid in the sun for a bit. Went to the flower market in downtown LA, then went to the a museum, and then went home, cooked dinner, yeah. stayed home. It was great. Actually, I went and got Vietnamese, so that was a lie. And then Sunday, <laughs> went to the farmers market, got coffee, laid by the pool, swam. Wow. It was like the full, like the most weekend of all weekends. Weekend, like you feel very weekendy today. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I did a Lego set all day yesterday. And then, when I finally got off the couch, uh, my back spasmed and I laid in bed
0: crying and rethinking my life choices for that day. (laughs) Rethinking not moving for six hours?
1: (laughs) No, literally. Because you're like hunched, right? Because you're like all focused in. I'm telling you, but guys, did you see my story? I saw your story. Isn't it huge? I haven't even made the head yet. Mm -mm. Yeah. My Lego set is coming along. I'm definitely like. I'm, I'm really, like, pulling this one out, enjoying it as much as I can. As you should. Um, another update. I got freaking ghosted. No. The guy. The, the guy? guy? Yeah. Which, guys, you guy. I, was, I was actually excited, which is, that says a lot for me. Because I, yeah, I don't get excited. You texted me and Alicia about it. I was like, yeah. oh, this is something. I don't get excited about anyone because I just assume they're either going to say something weird or... Or they're just gonna stop talking to me. The odds are not in your favor. But this one, I've always wanted to date a pro athlete for the mere reason of like getting to go to games. For like, I love going to sports games. But then I met this guy through a dating app, so not really met. And he was a sports agent, so he goes to games. Wasn't
0: he X and F nonstop? Or he used to
1: be in the NFL. Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) used to be in the nfl um he was just this ginormous beautiful man Mm -hmm. who goes to games for a living Mm -hmm. and i was like wow i could see myself fitting into your life perfectly Mm -hmm. and he was the one who was super pursuant wanting to see me was like all sweet and like whatever and then literally like we set plans and then just like bye i don't know he disappeared He disappeared and I definitely, like, I reached out again and he was like, oh my gosh, I totally thought I responded. Sorry. So then I asked again about our plans and then again. Oh. (laughs) So I was like, okay. Well, there's that. That's all that I I double texted you once. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I would have, I'd
0: bounce out now too. But I was like,
1: oh, I got excited. here's, Here's the question
0: if he were to dive back in and start up a conversation again and ask you out again, would you respond?
1: I would say yeah because we really it's not like we have like this foundation of like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like he hasn't betrayed me in so this not, crazy way we're not like too butthurt about it no so if I would try it again I would definitely keep the conversation going and seeing if because I would be down to meet up and see if like there's a spark or whatever mm-hmm. but I'm definitely not going to put any effort in like it would have to be led by him until mm-hmm. then if we started dating then I wouldn't be like oh right. I'm playing games you know what I mean but well yeah yeah, I just, I was really, I was like, oh, this is brilliant because I can go to games and even though I'm not watching someone, I'm still at the games like nonstop.
0: She, I had our whole life plans. You really did. I really did. I really <laughs> did.
1: But anyways, that's my update. Other than that, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. Um, Ash, I am stealing, tearing it up. Go for it. Today.
0: And I'm. So I've. Did I spend an hour trying to find two Tearing It Ups today? Yes. Oh. But you may. You may.
1: I'm very sorry about that. In my defense, I had this one last week and I did tell you about it. That's true. So, in my defense, um, I've yet to be able to read through this without cry laughing. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I'm going to try really hard today. Okay. Um, this one is called tearing it up for you. Oh, perfect. We love it. Simple. Straight to the point. Short and sweet. Yep, straight to the point. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hey. My name is Rose, and you can say my name because I'm actually kind of proud of what I'm about Rose. to tell you. What uh, up, Rose? All I think of is Titanic. Yeah, right? Yes. I love listening to you guys. I feel like I'm having a conversation with my two best friends. You guys give really great advice, too. Anyways, what I have for you today is not so much a tearing it up, but more of a funny, embarrassing thing I did when I was 13. Rose, that is the definition of turn it up 13 funny embarrassing thing <laughs> like that is so you're good girl there was a brief very brief period of my young life when I thought I was a poet <laughs> which like I'm just picturing like th- when I was 13 I was like dead convinced that everything I did was so cool and artsy For sure. Like everything I did, even if I like wore a certain outfit, it was like, oh, this is because I'm cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm just dying. At one point during that time, I produced this beautiful gem that I'm sending you today. I was hanging out with a quote unquote bad girl at school (laughs) and she (laughs) had several poems about drugs on the outside of her binder.
0: You know the binder folders? Yeah. yeah. I used to put stuff there, too. Uh, I, I think put, everyone did.
1: I put um, a song I wrote, and I used to put it on my desk because I sat next to the guy I wrote the song about. <laughs> Mine was all it's magazine gone. clippings. Dang, that's epic. Yeah. Okay. Um Let me add that all my poems ended quite tragically. So one day I thought, that's what I need to be cool. One of my poems... One of those melancholy poems on my binder. My next realization was that I knew nothing about drugs. I didn't (laughs) even know drug terminology to actually produce a poem about drugs. But did I let that stop me? No, No, I did not. You better not. I decided I would write about alcohol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The alcohol.
1: Since I actually knew what different drinks were called. As you read this, I want you to keep in mind that I was completely serious the whole time I was writing it, and it was not meant to be oh, funny. Oh no! So now I will begin oh, reading no. of alcohol <laughs> by Rose, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety six. Nice ninety six. Get in character, Ash, ready. You take one drink. It's cool. You think. <laughs> You think you're a star, but how wrong you are. <laughs> I so much better. <laughs> Your friend offers you another, and you say, thank you, brother. <laughs> OK. <sighs> um, but now you think how stupid I was to take a drink just because. My friend wanted me to. Some friend he was. (laughs) And now you're old. Your life's very cold. You walk in. Your wife says, you have a hangover again? (laughs) (laughs) This is where it takes a turn. Okay. You go to bed. You wish you were dead. And then you think, who led me to drink? And you think of that friend, and you know... This is the end. You had one too many, and you wish you'd never had any. You die.
0: You die quietly in your
1: sleep without even a peep. And your friend
0: is down there. Okay. Well, um,
1: okay, and he says, I swear if I could change the past, I would make my first my last, and you say back to him, I wish we could start over again, back to the day when we made our first sin, <laughs> how, how stupid we were to let the drink
0: lure
1: us because... <laughs> That's the best way she rhymes in the middle of the sentence. So there's a guy. We let the drink lure us because we thought we were cool. God, I'm such a fool. And now we're here all because of beer.
0: <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, my God. That is the best, that is the best 13-year-old poem I've ever I've In never my life. I never thought a tearing it up could be a, a poem. <laughs> until now. If you've been sitting on a poem, (laughs) please write it. Please write it in.
1: As she continues, let that sink in for a minute. Yes, it gets quite dark. He died and went to hell, but needless to say, (laughs) about two minutes after I finished this, I realized it was completely hilarious, and I absolutely could not display it on my binder. And it has been performed by me at several gatherings (laughs) where it drew tears of laughter. (laughs)
0: Sincerely, Rose. Rose. (laughs) That was so good But oh, I think you really missed your calling I think you're a poet but it's like it's I think like, she's a
1: poet that age is where we start being educated about how dangerous like yeah, I alcoholism can be she referred to
0: it as sin and how it was beer
1: like, yeah was... and where I mean obviously not taking light alcohol can definitely ruin lives obviously. for sure very yes um, but it's just so funny that like this young mind like you don't know how to process like the stuff you hear uh-huh. and, uh huh my favorite part too is when the husband comes in and she says you have a hangover again not you're drunk again
0: yeah. <laughs> he's already a hangover he's already hungover he's been drunk
1: <laughs> oh he's gosh. already been drunk and then he just dies in his sleep you know oh my gosh that was so
0: good wow so good wow 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 <laughs> quite possibly one of my favorites honestly same <laughs> that was that was honestly phenomenal oh gosh Okay, well, with the tearing up out of the way, that means I get to go first, which I'm very excited about. This one is titled, I'm Married But. Uh, But what? Exactly. (laughs) There are no ifs, ands, or buts. Exactly. Um, You know? Dot, dot, dot. Uh Okay, let's get into it. Hi, Taryn and Ash. I've had something that's been on my mind recently, and because you two are like the older sisters I've always wanted but never had, she puts in parentheses, I'm an only child, I figured I'd unload all my thoughts here. I'd like to remain anonymous for this one. Mm -hmm. Your wish, our Our command. command. She writes, I'm married, have a child, and to be honest, I should be happier than I am. I have a good life, a great family, and have had so many opportunities that I didn't think I would ever have. But why can't I stop thinking about what could have been? All this started when I came across the guy I sort of dated before getting together with my now husband. Let's call this guy Tyler. Back when we were in college, Tyler was my number one. I really, in all caps, liked him. But then I found out that he got a girlfriend, so I backed off and started being more serious with my now husband. Tyler and I never really talked after that and went our separate ways for years. He got other girlfriends and I got married, had a baby and moved, etc. We came across each other on social media recently and started catching up. Mind you, it's been eight years since we last talked or saw each other. He's now doing all the things he said he would back when we were in college and I couldn't be any happier for him. We started talking about the past, And that's when truth started coming out. That's when they always start coming out. (sighs) He said one of his mistakes was not dating me more. And I was stunned. She puts in all caps. And that's when even more truth bombs started coming out. He apologized for choosing somebody else as his girlfriend, but said that he only did it because he found out that I was dating someone else. I then, after hearing that, decided to tell him I didn't know that we were exclusive at the time, but had I known, I would have wanted to be exclusive with him because I really liked him. And I was pretty much heartbroken when I found out he got a girlfriend from basically out of nowhere. Essentially, we left the conversation finding out that we missed an opportunity to be together, all because we didn't communicate enough. This hurts a little more than I wish it would because obviously I have a family that I love and I'm very grateful for, but now I can't stop thinking about what could have been with Tyler. It doesn't help that we're very much alike. We have the same Enneagrams, even Enneagram wings, even love languages, and we just get each other. So I guess my question is this, how do I stop thinking about what could have been Love Anonymous? Wow. Well, that's messy. That's yeah. messy. Yeah. In situations like this, it is honestly so imperative, in my opinion, worth it. It just saves you the stress and the emotions and all the messiness and all the drama to just not have these conversations. Yep. Like coming across people that you've had relationships with on social media, it happens. Yeah. You say hi. Glad you're yep. doing well and bye. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, you can be polite and friendly, quote, without having to have, like, serious conversations. If I found my husband having this conversation, I'd be pissed. Oh. And <laughs> yep. I, I, I know nothing happened, in quotes, but that is a very emotional conversation that you're having with another man. Yes. It's easy to say, well, I, you know, I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything wrong but you're having this conversation and it's stirring up emotions yeah it should I don't think it should have ever happened
1: yeah I think I think you're right and I think that's why I mean I feel like I have a very unpopular opinion about guy and girl friendships like everyone loves to jump all over and be like yes you can have guy and girl friendships blah 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 but for me it's again what I always say that happens with cheating is it's Every time you trace it back, it's the tiniest, most innocent moment. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we reconnected on social media and we just started – Talking out stuff. As and, you do. And it's easy to then say, like I feel like she is being very upfront and honest. Oh no, no. Anonymous. Yeah. Which we I wish I appreciate. No, yeah. I totally respect. There's nothing that gets me more fired up than when I'm talking to someone who's saying something that they did that they know is wrong. That they took themselves is into circle talked around all these well, you know, it was closure for me and, and oh, it's just because of this and oh, don't worry this and and I'm like, if you feel the need to like Justify cushion yourself. everything you say with all this stuff,
0: then that just shows you know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, which obviously anonymous, you're very aware. Yeah. You're trying to stop thinking yeah. about this. Um, which I, you said the conversation ended with you guys having this realization and it's, you haven't been, she doesn't She doesn't say she yeah. continued talking, so that might have been the end of the conversation, which let's hope. Yeah. But um, she does seem very aware of this was wrong, but now I'm in this place, yeah, like, like, how do oops, I deal yeah. with
1: it? But I think you're right because... <clears throat> ultimately like I'm curious if before this conversation happened if you were having all these doubts still thinking about him, probably like every once in a while which I think is normal like that's super normal we always I still wonder about like guys I've had flings with like they'll randomly pop in my head and all like cyber stalk them or cuz I'm just curious about like what they're doing for sure I mean I'm also not in a relationship but I think what Ash was saying of like the conversation shouldn't have even happened because then it would have been left at like, oh, we caught up like, oh, I'm not really comfortable having this conversation. And then you move on. Mm -hmm. But I think that there were probably if you look back at the conversation you had, there were quite a few forks you came up to that we probably took the wrong turn. Like, and And, you know, it went from just, oh, like, how's your job? How's this? To like getting more intimate to the point where he felt like he could say, hey, by the way, like, I regret not dating you. Like, that yeah. didn't just come out of nowhere. Like, Mm-mm. the conversation led to that. It was led that way. So, and I think the thing is, though, I think with with situations like this, and I think it's very common, especially with people who we had something with when we were younger, like a lot younger, you are reactivating that, girl you used to be that was infatuated with this guy Mm -hmm. and he like the way she's talking about we have so much in common we're this we're this you really have no way of knowing that because Mm you the guy his him that you knew was the nine year old younger version of him. Yeah. So reality, you could actually be face to face with him and be like, ooh, I actually don't feel that spark. I actually don't agree with the things that you're doing in life or the way that you think. But you activated your crush version of him. And that's the that's the person you're talking to in your head. Yeah. So it becomes like you get lost in this fantasy world that makes you question your Real life, because real life is not a fantasy. Real life is yeah. hard, and you choose to love the people that you love every day. And sometimes yeah. it's not easy. So it's a it, you. You're pretty much putting this competition between two things that, like, your real life will never win out because yeah. you're in
0: fantasy land. Yeah. You know, that's so. I love that. That's what I literally wrote down as a note: fantasy versus reality. Yeah, because that's what I was gonna say. Is I think I think what you've done, and Terrence said it correctly. I think you've activated real feelings that you once had for this person Mm -hmm. that were dormant because things ended yeah, and they should have stayed dormant unfortunately they got reactivated but they were real feelings so they feel very real right now what you're doing is you're comparing your life with your husband and daughter to these reactivated feelings of first being in love of first Mm -hmm. having a crush on someone which are very strong like love like emotions Um, and to compare like How you felt for someone when they when you first met them—the sparks, the fire, the like passion—to your probably more chilled out, like husband and kid, Mm -hmm. and your relationship with them is not fair. Yeah, because what you're experiencing with your husband and kid is real love, is, yeah. is sticking through the hard times it's and still being there. Now. It's yeah. choosing each other even when you're going through thick and thin, even when you are getting bored, even when you are, Even when you don't like each other, you're still choosing each other, and that's real love. Mm-hmm. What you're comparing it to is this ideal fantasy version of something that could have been, which will always feel more spicy, yeah. more uh, dramatic and mm-hmm. passionate than the, like, you know, Continual love, who's that's always there. Yeah, and that's not even that's not fair. No, and I think to yourself primarily, exactly. <laughs> and
1: I think there probably was part of you that kind of shut off mm-hmm. dealing with that loss of him back in the day. Yeah, survival. then, yeah, to then get in w- to get with another guy who's now your husband. So I'm sure that's weirdly tied to it because it was so immediate from like this guy to who you're with now. Yeah, but you know, so now that you've we keep saying activated, but it's pretty much what you did. It's true. Activated those emotions. Part of you is going to now have to go through the process of closing that out, warning that loss and letting that go so that you can focus on what you have. So it's almost like now you almost have to do this thing over again. But I think if you keep reminding yourself It's not him anymore. Like that Mm -mm. person that you're missing and like, oh, what if that person does not exist? Mm -mm. And the person you were when you wanted that person does not exist. Yeah.
0: So, And and, I would guarantee he's probably doing the same thing to you. Oh, full a
1: thousand percent. Imagining you're the same girl you once were. They both are like their younger selves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Flirting with each other in it. Yeah. But I think that you have to remember, too, like even if you were to end up were to have ended up with this guy you would probably be in the same point you are now where it's like the stress of marriage and kids and Mm -hmm. job and getting older would be weighing on you anyways yeah so it's just it's not even there's nothing to really compare it to yeah and I think thoughts we can't control so I think it's natural to look at things and be like "Hmm, I wonder I've done that before with past guys where I'm like, I wonder if they'd be the same as they are now if we actually stayed together. Yeah. That's one thing. But if you find yourself living in that narrative mm-hmm. and, and like emotions are tied to it and it's making you then resent what you have now. You need to abort. A thousand percent. (laughs) Jump out of the plane, like get out of
0: there because that's not it's not helpful. It's not helpful. We've talked about this on the podcast before, actually pretty recently. I think it was in the last like two months, where you can't control what you think, right? Thoughts come, it happens. Some good, some bad. Yeah. It happens. It's fine. What you allow yourself to dwell on is your choice. Mm -hmm. So if a thought comes about Tyler. That's not your fault. He was in your life at one point. It's going to happen. If you are allowing yourself to daydream about it, you are causing yourself to relive those feelings that you have now activated, like we decided um, to coin it, (laughs) and then allowing yourself to relive that trauma of the breakup. Yeah. So what I said in the last time we talked about something like this is you have to take uh, ownership of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And when that thought comes its way, you have to actively shut it down. Yeah. Like act, don't just sit there and let yourself daydream about it while your baby's napping or you know you're sitting at the dinner table and no one's talking. Don't sit there and allow yourself to live out this daydream in your head. You have to sit there and maybe start every time maybe every time you think of Tyler you list five reasons why you're happy with the relationship you're mm-hmm. in and your child. Yeah, to to actively shut down that fantasy thought because it's not real. Well, and I think that brings up a good point. I, th- I
1: think sometimes we get lost in this what if, but then sometimes it's good to be like, okay, so let's be realistic about it. Mm-hmm. If that really is something you're wanting and going to choose, that means you are going to have to end the relationship with your husband. You're yeah. going to have to get a divorce and split from him. Mm-hmm. And now with your child you're going to have to split custody you're going to have to do which i mean divorce divorce is hard for kids and i think that shouldn't be something that's totally put on parents cuz sometimes it's what has to happen in relationships like mm-hmm. Sometimes I think people staying together and making, like, an unhealthy, toxic home can be harmful on right, the kid too. For sure, so For sure. I'm not saying, like, I'm not throwing this out lightly, but but realistically, that would be the future you would have to go down to see if this would happen. Mm-hmm. And then if that were to happen and you end up being with this guy... It could totally be something that is not even close to what you're imagining. Yeah. So sometimes it helps to think that and be like, okay, well, like, why am I even thinking about this? Mm Because I would never go through this. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, it's good to see what would actually have to happen for you to get back with this Mm -hmm. guy. It's actually good for you to, like, think about that in that way. Something I want to circle back to is in the beginning you say, I'm married, have a child, and to be honest, I should be happier than I am. Mm -hmm. I think obviously after fighting off the thoughts of tyler and actively like pushing that away maybe trying to find something fun and exciting for you and your family yeah. to do because it sounds like judging off of this sentence obviously you i don't like know you spark. it yeah. sounds like we need to respark something mm-hmm. which is so normal yeah it's so common it's so normal i think this whole like oh i'm married i have a kid i should be on cloud 9 that's not realistic either no. that's a fantasy that mm-hmm. i think Uh, TV, movies, everyone likes to paint this beautiful picture of, oh, you you have a kid with your husband. How beautiful. And it is. But that doesn't mean you're going to be happy all the time. But everyone projects that, too, of like, oh, my life is so perfect. When really, if you
1: sat so many moms down, they'd probably be saying the same thing. Oh,
0: I I guarantee you so many women right now, maybe even men, are listening and going, damn, I'm in that same position. Like I have all the things I've always wanted, and I'm not happy. And I think that's something that we as a society need to kind of get more comfortable with because I think people don't like to say I'm unhappy or I'm depressed or I'm, you know, not I'm living this life and I don't feel like I'm living this life. I think it's actually super normal and very relatable. And I think that's just a sign that you simply have to do something fun, spark it up, change it up a little bit, whether it's a family vacation, a game night, like something just for you and your husband. Um, I think that's a flag not a detrimental red flag but a flag to start actively pursuing your husband again too.
1: Yeah, and I mean just talking to him about hey, like I feel like I want to date you again. Like yeah. I want it to be fun. There's so many there's um those things that went viral on TikTok. It's like you scratch them. It's like date ideas. You know what I'm talking about? Like you like scratch it and it's like a different type of date idea. Mm -hmm. There's um, so many things online that you can find like fun things to do or Mm -hmm. questions to ask. Um, Obviously couples therapy, like big fan. I think that's something that could help. And then if if the stress of like your kid and just your schedule, work on your support system. Work on finding some other moms you can sit and relate with. Work on getting some babysitters that you trust. I was going to say, get you
0: and your husband alone yeah. together. Go do fun things yeah. together.
1: But I would definitely, I would take your your emotional energy and thought space that you're giving to this person who, again, does not exist anymore. I would definitely separate that and put it into, you mm-hmm. know, obviously process through what you have to now that you're kind of in that space. But I would take that and put it into your family. Yeah. And I think if, I think if he ever were to reach out again, I don't know if you guys followed each other, I would
0: unfollow like Ooh, unfollow and block. I would, if I he's would just stirring up separate. These feelings, yeah. That's dangerous. Unfollow and um, and block. <laughs>
1: if a conversation started again, then that's when you have just a very simple, Hey, you know, I don't really think this is appropriate to talk about. I really wish you the best. And mm-hmm. I hope you have like a great life. And, um, And then that's it. You know what I mean? But I definitely. has
0: happened. And let's keep it that way. Yeah. I definitely think you need to draw a
1: boundary because of how much
0: he affects you. Yeah. You clearly have all of these feelings and emotions and you want to be, you want that little bit of a spark. And I think I agree. I completely agree with Taryn. Like take that and just fully pour it into your family and your husband. I think that's going to bring you so much joy. And then I think, honestly, I think uh, liberating yourself from this whole fantasy of Tyler is going to free you
1: exponentially now I will say because we literally have the tiniest view of this picture Mm -hmm. if there is stuff going on in your home and in your marriage that's unhealthy like if the reasons you're unhappy with your husband are because of something more serious then obviously you need to start talking to friends and seeking help for that But, it, I mean, to me, I didn't get that vibe. I got more Mm -hmm. of just, like, I'm not as happy as I should be and I'm thinking about this guy. But I just want to say, like, I do believe that there are some things that can happen within a marriage that are unacceptable. So I think if if you're dealing with stuff that you need more help with, obviously don't just, like, shove that down. Like, talk to people and get help with that. But if it's just that, you know... I'm bored and I just had to give up all my fun to be this like mom and wife, then, you know. I think that's what it
0: is. Yeah. Because we don't, hear. I don't hear anything about. Me too, but
1: you never know. And there could be people listening that are like, oh, I should give more work, but maybe like there's different situations. So just
0: be aware. Not not every marriage is the same. All right. Anonymous, thank you for sharing. Uh, Very interesting. And I know multiple people listened to that and was like, ooh. Yeah. No, literally,
1: I've had so many of my friends who, like, an ex comes in the picture. And you do, you... It startles you. Even with me, like, when I think about my exes, they're such different people now. I mean, I have, like, one official ex. But even guys, like, I liked or had, like, a fling with. and But still, when you picture them or when you're thinking about them, the person that you're picturing is that person you Mm -hmm. were with when... Yeah, they don't exist anymore. Mm-mm. Like people change when they grow up, you know. Yeah,
0: and I think I've said this so many times, but I think people come in and out of your life for a season. Mm-hmm. I think you can be grateful and happy, um, and and think back to your time, you know, with your exes, and be like thankful for that time that yes. you that season of life that they were in. But that doesn't mean you continually like look back and and try to live in the past. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. That's only gonna hold you back. No, I totally agree.
1: All right, um, my story is titled, Should I Fix My Friendship? Okay, this is from Anonymous, and she states that she loves listening to our podcast, especially while running. Ooh.
0: I don't get you guys listening I to us while you work out.
1: But if we pump you up that much. I love that for you guys. I love and that for I us. encourage
0: you to continue, but yeah, I think I'd put myself to, I could not work out while listening you really to us. Like,
1: you're doing great. You're running at a great pace. I'm trying to like (laughs) pump up. No. Okay. So recently I've distanced myself from two friends of mine who I was very close with. One of them I had known for over 10 years. Just for context, these friends of mine would always turn things around so that they weren't in the wrong and I was. We would hang out and I would be ignored. And then towards the end of the friendship, I felt like they had their inside jokes and I just felt left out at times. Now and then, one friend would get annoyed at me quite easily for no reason. But the problem that I need help with is one of the friends who I've known for a couple years, I was always very close with, but for the last four months or so the fr- in the friendship, she was acting differently like how the other friend was. She would comment about how she didn't like a parent of mine and say comments about how she didn't like her and when I pretended I didn't hear her. She would repeat and make comments about my mom, but my mom has always been nice to her. I ended the friendship with them both because I realized it was just the best thing for me. I ended it by getting rid of the majority of my contact my contacts with them online. Just clean break. <laughs> yeah. However, the one who I was close with, I recently found out she wanted to talk about the situation. So I messaged her, and she replied saying she'd like to meet, and I replied back letting her know when I'm free. But it's been almost a week, and I've heard nothing. So what I'm wondering is, should I try to fix our friendship or leave it how it is? Thank you for reading, and if, even if you don't, it helped to write this out. Love Anonymous.
0: God, friendship drama's the
1: worst. Friendship drama is the worst, and I just, you know, I think... I think sometimes friends get like just the brunt of people's emotional crap they go through because I think a friend, especially a friend you're really close with, feels safe. So a lot of times, you know, they're the ones that get like the sass thrown at them or neglected or whatever because – you feel like they're mm-hmm. sick, like they're, they're your safety. In a safe
0: space. Yeah. In your, they're in that like close circle where you. I, I, I Sorry. <laughs> I, <Yes. laughs> I explained this to someone recently and it's so funny, the similarities. I couldn't take lessons from my mom. Drum. Sorry. Yeah. I play drums. My mom's a drummer. I couldn't take music lessons from her because she was my mom. Yeah. It just didn't work. I needed someone to be like. Did you even practice? And you feel embarrassed. Yeah, they'd be like so upset, you know. Whereas my mom would be like, and And I'd be like, like, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. They're in a a close circle where you feel so safe that you can be mean. Yep, (laughs) and rude.
1: And I think what what people don't understand though is I feel like nowadays, especially, I mean, I think friendships used to last longer back in the day because. Your circle was your circle. Like you Mm -hmm. didn't have cell phones. You didn't have social media. You didn't have all these ways to talk to people. Like you had your corner of people that you went to school with or you worked with or you lived next to. But now it's like people can just chop and drop and like leave easily because they have tons of other people they can talk to and get to know through many different ways. Yeah. And so I think it's interesting because I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I I really think people are starting to get to points where they're like, I don't deserve to be treated like this. And then they leave because they're like, okay, I'm done. Like this stuff she's describing, like they Is would so hang petty. out without her. They would ignore yeah. her. They had so petty. inside jokes. They talk crap about her mom. Like yeah. why, why would mom? you? Why mom? You never talk about someone's mother, Jeez, okay, yeah, but like why what would her motivation be to stay in that friendship Mm-mm. when friends are supposed to be people that uplift you and you get to share like the joy in life. Mm-hmm. But every time you're around them, you just feel like crap, why would you why would you continuously choose to be in those relationships? Yeah, but it never fails when you finally decide to stand up for yourself and leave, then all of a sudden, they're like, Wait, why? Why, why? Where'd you go? What did I we do? We were so close. Like, what we happened? We talked about my mom. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? <laughs> but it's just so funny. So, I mean, I think that's a whole separate topic about what you should or shouldn't deal with in friendships. Mm-hmm. The The only thing I will say is I think sometimes people go through seasons of life where they're just not able to give their best. So I think sometimes as a friend, that's when you choose. Oh, I'm going to stick around because I see like you're going through stuff. Maybe I'm not going to put as much time or effort into the friendship, but I, I'm not going to just cut it because I see like mm-hmm. whatever. But I think other than that, you really, I mean, life is too shor- short to let toxic people affect you that way.
0: Yeah. Um. This is tough, but also I feel like it's not. Yeah, um, the more I'm listening to you, like talk about it. Um, if they're treating you wrong and they're talking shit about your mom, which I, I don't oh, freaking hate like that. Why I, that, that bothers me the most. It's not <laughs>
1: like you guys. I'm, I'm sure your mom's not like coming to all your hangouts. Like, why does she need to have an opinion about she, her? Why are we
0: Why are we talking about her? Um, it doesn't sound like you're getting much out of this friendship at all. Yeah, and obviously we're, we're team you, Taryn yeah. and I. That, um, we're, we're always going to be biased. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> we, I just want you to be happy. And I think this is one of those moments in life when we have so many of these moments in life where we have the opportunity to sit and say, do I want to continue in this or do I not? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You have the, you get the choice. You yes. are a a human who can think for themselves and make their own opinions and decide whether they want to stay in a friendship or not. Mm -hmm. I agree with Taryn. I think if you sit this friendship down and really like spread it out and, and sort through all of the mess, are you being like fulfilled and satisfied and taken care of and loved in this friendship? If you are, or you see that happening from time to time, then maybe, maybe go talk with them. Maybe go figure out some way to fix it. If, If you feel like you're constantly getting shoved aside and ignored and hurt and they, freaking keep talking about your mom peace out yeah if they want to be their their your friend then they can come like try to be friends with you again or if you want to have some kind of confrontational conversation about it yeah not saying i would or that i could but because mom's (laughs) involved (laughs) i would not have a problem saying probably for if it was me in a very quiet shy way i would be like you're mean to me and you talk about my mom and i'm out Like, if you want to fix this later, let me know. But like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and I don't think it needs to be this this big dramatic moment. But I do I do think you can mention it and just kind of give them an an example as to not an example, a a reason as to why you're taking yourself out of the friendship equation, because they're not they're not helping you out here.
1: So so now we get to like the bottom part, because it's like, okay, she obviously chose to leave this friendship. Yeah.
0: And now they want Which to fix we it. fully understand. I mean, I support.
1: So she reaches out, wanting to fix it. Anonymous response saying, "Okay, well, here's when I'm free." And then now she's not responding. Mm-hmm. So I think you have done your part. Yeah, <laughs> you, I agree. You obviously made this decision. Mm-hmm. I think it was nice of you to be like, "Yeah, like let's sit down and talk." Here's when I'm free. Very mature. But the fact that now she's pretty much like ghosting left you on you. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that you need to do anything else. I think you've already made your decision of I can't continue in the friendship the way it is. So Which we applaud. if they're gonna pursue you and say like hey we've changed like we're working on stuff then cool but they need to show you that yeah. it's not your job to chase them down so that they can talk to you about what happened yeah
0: if, if we're looking at it I feel like you owe them nothing yeah and the fact that you even agreed to meet up with them is huge mm-hmm. so if they want to leave you on re- on red again you do not need to yeah same as Taryn's double texting we've done enough yeah we're gonna leave Yeah. And then if they want to choose to step back into your life and try to fix it again. Great. Yeah. You can still be open to it. You can still meet up with them, maybe even have a conversation. Doesn't mean you have to be friends again, but you can still have that conversation. But um, you do not need to go trying to fix this no, because it's not no your job.
1: one deserves to have to try to convince someone to love them like nope. no one deserves to have to convince someone to want to spend time with them mm-hmm. if people aren't choosing you in your life and pursuing you and putting effort for you then that's their loss and that's their problem that's not yours you mm-hmm. have to like know who you are know what you're worth and give that energy to people who deserve it and if if that's not them, then it's not them. So I think you've done your part. If they reach out and want to have a conversation and you want to because it will it would be good for you to have that closure too, then I think that's great. Like all of us wish we could have those conversations, you know, with mm-hmm. people who have like just boned out of our lives. But I think your level of effort needs to be very minimal because you're not the one who's been treating people poorly
0: so yeah in the end this is your decision yeah and I think mm-hmm. you need to take that power mm-hmm. <laughs> and use it like if you feel like pouring into this do it yeah if you don't don't and you don't need a reason not to yeah fully, it's, your, it's your life and you're the one who has to live in it fully and you get uh, to choose the people green. you want in
1: your life mm-hmm amen to that mm-hmm well, thank you so much, Anonymous. Um, we're sending all the vibes out there, and you know what? Find your friends that Find are going to be friends. good to you,
0: and that life will, will not be so on your mom. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a such a random like twist in the story. I I know I, know I said it's your decision, but ditch them. <laughs> <laughs> or the I mean, warts. you
1: did ditch them. Keep them ditched. Keep
0: the, leave them. <laughs> leave them, <laughs> them the ditch. ditched.
1: <laughs> They gone. I hate that. They gone. Um. Oh, shall I read it? Well, I have to leave my cookie, which I've been staring at this entire time. Oh my god! Scarf down on our break. Did you eat it? Uh, Do you see it? Gosh, was I talking a lot? Okay. What kind of shoes do thieves wear?
0: Sneakers. I I felt. I felt it in my soul that you were going to get it. Yeah. Good job, Ash. Sneakers. <laughs> See? Wow. Guys, you already know the drill. But if you made it to the dad joke, we love you the most, sis. You guys are the absolute best. Um, if you have a turn it up that you want to share, a story that you want to share, funny, serious, doesn't matter, take the time to write it into us because we, we live off of your guys'. Drama, we do. (laughs) It's so good. It might fuel us Mm -hmm. uh, in a good way. Um, Yeah, love you guys the most, and we'll see you. Not see you. You'll be hearing from us. They can see us if they're on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Um, You'll be hearing from us in the next episode, which will be coming on Monday. Love you all. Love you. Bye.